I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Swapcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to the elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torrent Strait Islander peoples today. Hey gang, it's Lucy here. We were unable to record a new episode this week, so we're revisiting an old one, a favourite of mine, Big. Uh, Upon re-listening to it, I remembered a few things that I really enjoyed, uh, including the fact that Paul and I are overdue for a Venga Boys club night. Uh, This episode is only a few years old, but my voice sounds so much younger. Ashley is still our biggest fan. What up, Ashley? And Tom Hanks is my kink. Uh, we'll be back next week, and I hope you enjoy. Bye. We're talking again. Our body swapping. Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brendan Levi. Every episode, we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre, break it down for you, tell you who in the cast is hot or not, find the most ridiculous reviews from around the internet, and finish with some tenuously linked film and TV recommendations. This week, we are watching the 1988 Penny Marshall-directed comedy, Big... Starring Tom Hanks and Elizabeth Perkins. The IMDb plot synopsis for the film states, After wishing to be made big, a teenage boy wakes the next morning to find himself mysteriously in the body of an adult. We always love hearing from our listeners, so send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials at the underscore swapcast on Twitter, the Swapcast Podcast on Instagram, or search the Swapcast Podcast on Facebook. If you want to support our show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's the best way for us to get new listeners. A hundred iTunes reviews and we will fulfill our most common fan requests to review Face Off. All right, guys. Welcome back hey, to another episode. Hello. Another big hitter episode. Big. Film that people have actually watched. <laughs> Are we excited? <laughs> or did we? I didn't realize I watched this. What do you mean? Oh, it's just a lot different. When you're a bit older, that's all I'm saying. Uh, I mean, like, other people outside of the podcast have actually watched this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Apologies to our listeners. This episode will be one day late because Lucy and I had to delay the recording to go to a Venga Voice concert. (laughs) (laughs) But I'd say it was worth it. Don't you think, Lucy? Oh, absolutely. Sorry, Brendan. You I, missed out, buddy. Yeah, I know yeah, where Brendan's was my tickets. <laughs> Would yeah, you have come if you... Yeah, you- free tickets, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we deem that you weren't cool enough to come with us. So. Oh, we didn't yeah. know if you were like going to rave with us. So. Yeah. yeah, did you bring your like fuzzy shoes and no, glow sticks? There were so many people there was dressed a lot, yeah. Yeah. in that like 90s. The whole thing was like a nostalgia fest. 
like in the in between the acts on the big screen, they'd play commercial breaks from t- free to air TV in the nineteen ninety six. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just it was just very pandering. So but, it's just a, a room full of people pretending they're not dying. Yeah, the host is like, <laughs> "Let's go back to the nineties, back in the good days." It was the, cheese, the guy from Cheese TV. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on the on the bill. <laughs> um, also, just quickly, I just need to say that when the drop of the anger bus comes in, mm-hmm. that was like the realest and most joyful Paul I've ever witnessed. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Like completely in his natural habitat. What? Like, yeah. so, what What do you mean? Like, you just went like, nuts? I probably just went he bananas. did, and it was just, he was so happy. <laughs> it made me happy. And then all these big, like, colourful balloons fell from the <laughs> sky. All right, so, anyone wants to make me happy, I guess, <laughs> drop some Venga voice. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat, I want to do a big shout-out. I'll set this up a little bit. A few episodes ago, Brendan did a shout-out for one of our listeners, who was also named Brendan because he sent a lovely letter in saying how every time we put Brendan on the spot, it gives him anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hi, Brendan. (laughs) But the thing is, Brendan, (laughs) our listener Brendan, only found the podcast because of his friend Ashley. Okay. And when she was listening and heard that Brendan got a shout out <laughs> before she'd got a shout out, she was she devastated. Was, okay. <laughs> she sent him a message like, I can't believe this happened with crying emoji faces. He sent it to us. Oh um, my God. So, yeah, I think it's time. Sorry, that we Ashley. Give, we have to give Ashley her due. So okay. we're giving her a bigger shout out yeah, yeah, than Brendan. One. And yeah. I have to say, like, we have noticed, I think she was one of our early adopters. She always mm. likes our Facebook posts. Yeah. She gives us lovely reviews. So she's like our, you know, top tier fan. Everyone <laughs> yeah. else should learn a lesson from, <laughs> from Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. So, yeah, Ashley, you're right. Like Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say the word Ashley or like, I'll say Ashley, you say Ashley, you say Ashley. 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 Oh, Ashley. Uh, Ashley. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we've done a good a good shout out there. Yeah. All right. So to the uh, task at hand, big. My question to you guys. At over $151 million at the worldwide box office, Big is to this day the most successful body swap film of all time. Does it deserve this honor? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, explain yourself. It came really like sad towards the end of the film. Like, I was so jazzed at the start. Mm, I was yeah. having so much fun, and then it got complicated. Okay, so this is the thing. Like, I'm worried that we're not going to be able to have like this raucous time doing this podcast because this film is so goddamn heartwarming. <laughs> like, what are we going to riff on? Like, yeah. how amazing Tom Hanks's career has been? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, I understand what you mean. Like, you remember it from your childhood and you're like, oh, it's going to be so fun. And then you're like, there's so many feelings and themes. Well, I guess like being older, there's so many like little like strings that I didn't really even think about. Like I was devastated for his mother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah completely. She yeah. would have been a wreck. And well, you're just like getting these like little tidbits of him like <laughs> writing to her and stuff. And I'm just thinking she's receiving this letter from her son who's been missing and she, blah- what would she be thinking? Yeah. 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 I think I think yeah <laughs> uh, there's a whole other movie that could have been made of like a a tense 
like kidnapping drama yeah. from the mother's <laughs> perspective. Because uh, Tom Hanks is a teenager, he makes a wish, becomes an adult overnight, and he's one of his first things he does is go to his mum for help. But she just thinks there's a strange crazy man in the crazy house. Crazy man. Yeah. Which is great, because that's what I, like, a kid, like, you go to your Mm. mum for help, you know? Then she is led to believe that that crazy man, which is actually her son, kidnapped her son. Mm. And she's led to believe that for half a year. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine what you'd be thinking, like, my God. So she's thinking her son's being kidnapped, is probably being tortured somewhere, and uh, he's having all these adventures. Like, we just get these, like, bits of her, like, being in his room, playing with his walkie-talkie. And <laughs> like looking like, at oh, his clothes man. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. but <laughs> This is grim. So what you're saying, Brendan, about this film being darker and maybe more serious than you thought, I think that's the testament of this film. It's a film that treats the characters like actual humans. Absolutely. Gives you the reactions like they're actual humans. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what gives this film more depth and makes those funny moment, moments funnier because it, comedy is funnier when it's happening to real people that you can relate Completely, to. Like yeah. when when he approaches his his best friend in the in the gym uh, like storage room. <laughs> so, he, so he's trying to convince his friend like yeah. it's me who's I'm twelve just years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just the the immediate like reaction of him like calling out to the coach and then he yeah. grabs him and he's like shaking yeah, and, he, and he starts crying <laughs> yes, he starts yes. crying he's shaking yeah. he's, he's like devastated and we're all giggling <laughs> but yeah no, it's it's uh, so well done in that way like if mm. it does like going back to my original question it does feel like this deserves to be the, yes, on the top on, of the list because it that. because it, yeah. it has a pedigree to it it feels more like no offense to some of the films we've watched but it feels more like an actual <laughs> movie <laughs> like, <laughs> like with you know, different acts and like yeah. an arc and a, yeah yeah i think out of all the films we've done uh this is the only one that's nominated for an oscar or well, is nominated for two oscars best yeah. actor for tom hanks and best screenplay totally deserves it and if you look at the pedigree behind this film like obviously Penny Marshall, um, the late great Penny Marshall, directed it. What a trailblazer! Yeah. Like, yeah, oh. and and to this day, the only one of the only female directors to make a film that's made this much money. Yeah, good on you, girl. But then the director of photography was Barry Sonnenfeld, who ended up like doing the Men in Black movies. Mm. Also did um, Mr. Fuzzy Pants. Pants. Oh, no. (laughs) So I guess there's a a connection there. It was produced by James L. Brooks, who, you know, directed As Good As It Gets, co-created The Simpsons. It was written by Steven Spielberg's sister. The score was done by Howard Shaw, (laughs) who did the Lord of the Rings scores. It's Mm. like everybody, even like tangentially related to this film, ended up doing amazing stuff or had already done amazing stuff. Mm. And I think it like it shows in every frame of this film. I know I don't look like myself, okay, but something really strange happened. I'm really scared. I need your help with my best friend. I can prove it to you. The space goes down, down, baby, down, down the roller coaster. Sweet, sweet, baby, sweet, sweet, don't let me go. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa bop, shimmy, shimmy, rock. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa bop, shimmy, shimmy, rock. I met a girlfriend, a triscuit. She said a triscuit, a biscuit, ice cream, 
soda pop for none of the Who's your leader? Walking down the street, ten times a week. I'm in, I said it, I stole my mama's credit. I'm cool, I'm hot, suck you in the stomach three more times. Josh? You look terrible. So I guess the big elephant in the room. You calling so, me fat? So I guess the big <laughs> elephant in the room that is the thing that everybody kind of talks about when they you want to you know is their relationship <laughs> because the film gets a bit pedoey. <laughs> like, so Tom Hanks becomes an adult and manages to kind of fall into this executive role at a toy company Love and. It. At the toy company, there's this woman that also is having a relationship with one of the co-workers who's a dickhead, (laughs) gets charmed by Tom Hanks' boyishness and, you know, just sense of fun and childlike (laughs) wonder and ends up like pursuing him romantically. And I think the difference between this film and all the other films we've done is like the other films would have been like, ah, you know, there's something's going to happen, but it doesn't. Mm. This film goes there. <laughs> they, you know, start dating. They have sex. I was They end up in a six-month relationship. relationship. Yeah. I'm just squirming. Like, oh, yeah. what am I supposed to be thinking? Yeah, we got a 32-year-old woman having a relationship with a 12-year-old. 13-year-old boy. 12, 13, well, he's 12. He when turns they, 13. He turns, oh, he turns 13. 13. Yeah. <laughs> so when they first have sex, he's 12. Um, uh, so <laughs> how, can you remember how old you were when you saw this film? I didn't Okay, so I got a story about this. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it till I was probably in my late teens. When when I was younger, I grew up in a very religious household and there was a lot of films we weren't allowed to watch. Oh. And I was this was just not a film that I was shown. But on on um like Saturday morning cartoons, there was a show called Alvin Alvin and the Chipmunks Go to the Movies. I remember. I don't know if you guys ever watched this, but what they used to do is... They had a movie review show? No. What they would do is take all the popular movies of the time and remake them as half an hour Alvin and the Chipmunks (laughs) episodes. Yeah. So they would take the entire plot but cast themselves and it wasn't like it was pretty straightforward retellings of the movies but with Alvin the Chipmunks and they did big as one of the episodes so my uh, first experience my first experience with Alvin the Chipmunks version of this did they have sex with an older woman (laughs) no not in that version (laughs) how much do you have that there's so many things like that with the Simpsons like you watch it as a kid and you're like what are they referencing here I don't get that and then like you grow up and you watch Alfred Hitchcock movies or Twin Peaks or whatever and you're like oh references but you see it in (laughs) reverse like yeah yeah, it's funny I think there's a lot of popular culture that has remained relevant because of the Simpsons Mm. no doubt (laughs) But I was going to say, so with this film, you saw it, well, you saw it when you were 15 years old, 16? Yeah, I remember I was probably about like 16. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I reckon I was pretty, I I would say I was as young, if not younger than the actual characters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so have you watched it? recently as well. No, this was the first time in a long since time. Since you were a kid. Yeah. Okay. So it would probably be about 10 years since I've seen it. Okay. And I couldn't remember. I'm like, it's just been fairly tasteful so far. I'm yeah. like, this is going to be fine. Then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happened. Yeah. I, w- I was like, I don't remember what happens mm. with this 
friendship, yeah. but it's not a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. they have a long-term, fr- like, relationship. They're going to, like, mm. dinner parties together yeah. and helping other people's kids with their homework. Mm. Well, i got two things to say about this. One, if they remade this film now, this shit wouldn't fly. No, yeah. It completely wouldn't. And, in fact, we are getting a remake of this film this year called Little, which reverses it. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with this. But well, I remember in the trailer, you see her, the little girl being like, hmm, fan. Yeah. yeah. To a dude. To an yeah. older dude. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whoa. Um, so my second point is, mm-hmm. as creepy as this dynamic oh, is, dear. I think the film, the way it treats it, it doesn't feel that creepy. Like Okay, so if you compare it to so many other things that we have watched with this podcast, yeah. they make every joke and there's so many more things that are problematic. Yeah. But it never really went where this film did. But this film didn't have any other... Like yeah, yeah. There was there was n- not much more that we can pick apart other than the fact that they had sex. Yeah. <laughs> Do you <laughs> know apart what I mean? from the fact that the uh, romantic lead was a pedophile, there's nothing else we can pick up. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It, there were none of the other tropes that there always are. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it did have a couple of the you know what you'd expect out of a, a swap film, but they there definitely was, weren't as bad. Yeah. Oh, like, I mean, I I mean, I'm talking about that thing of you know when you watch a film that you love. From the eighties, and then you're like, "Oh, this is terrible." I think a lot of that has to do with Penny, Penny Marshall, Marshall being a director. Absolutely, like, um, you didn't have that male gaze creepiness that a lot of the other eighties films had. Well, yeah, you've got a uh, you've like a man being infantilized, yeah. <laughs> like being the the young, like naive ditzy mm. girl, you know. Yeah, mm. and <laughs> even though the film doesn't pass the Bechtel test in any way, there's no two no, it females in the same scene ever. But Elizabeth Perkins, the main character, the only, she, time, the only time there is is when it's the young girls yeah. in his school. Yeah, and they yeah. don't actually have a conversation with it, each other. Is the Elizabeth Banks character? Is that what her name is? Elizabeth Perkins. Perkins. Yeah. Who's Elizabeth Banks? Anyway, is she the <laughs> only female that works there? Uh, apart from the secretary, that's yeah. right. But it, in terms of a character, I feel like she's fairly well rounded and mm, absolutely. Like, and she felt like a real person. The way she reacted to everything felt. Fairly real. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end, when he finally tells her who he is, I still think it would take more than that to believe him. Yeah. She kind of like went with it even easily. even comes to her own realization. Like she doesn't believe it at first, and then halfway through like a board meeting, she's like, actually, it he makes totally sense. Is a kid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. There must have been a magical like mm. machine that turned him into yeah. a child uh, into an <laughs> adult. So yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, I've heard a lot of interpretations of this film, and I think Penny Marshall had this interpretation that the film is about male privilege. How a, a man could walk into this company, and he's a, chi- a, well, literally, a child, a, literally a child yeah. with no skills, and make his way to the boardroom, mm. just based <laughs> ch- solely on his charm. Whereas she's obviously in there, like working her ass off, yeah, yeah. and getting nowhere, and and being accused of sleeping away to the top as mm. well. It's just like the Super Bowl today. Yeah. (laughs) What happened at the Super Bowl? Maroon 5 did the halftime show and it was pretty lackluster. And Beyonce and Lady Gaga and Katy Perry, like, gave, like, months of their life, you know, like, and sweated their... Oh, so, like, they put on a show This guy's like, I took my shirt off. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) He just stood there and sang. Whereas they're all, like, fucking flying from the ceiling and... Flying! 
Huggy Bear took a nosedive. That's not possible. Look at these figures, Paul. Third quarter profits off 40%. Pre-orders down 55. I'm not talking about one toy. I'm talking about the whole goddamn line. Huggy Bear Mama, Huggy Bear Papa. Goddamn babies off 60%. You must feel awful. I must feel awful? You must. Paul, Paul, I, I think we must feel awful. Well, yeah, I feel bad, too. This whole line was your idea. I think that if you just march right in and talk with Macmillan... It's not my fault. Honey, are we trying to fix this thing or are we trying to place blame? I, I, I don't know if the film totally sold me on the fact that somebody would find the way that Tom Hanks was acting, if somebody would find that attractive and not think that that person might have, like, maybe some <laughs> deve- de- development. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I just need to say, and, like, you guys already know this, but, like, I love Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Surprise. Yeah, sure. Like, he's my Leslie man. I don't know, you say your <laughs> ultimate, but, like, I just love him so much you gotta cause so, like troubles with my wife she's gonna be like what are you just like constantly talking about leslie man <laughs> yeah mom i've said Every it like, time. twice <laughs> um but so it's like sometimes i wasn't even just paying attention to the fact that he was being really childish i was just yeah. like gazing at tom hanks look that that's part of the hot or not discussion so i don't want to go yeah. into it too far yeah yeah but even if i was interacting with like a very attractive person, and then they did some of the stuff that Tom Hanks was yeah. doing. Like, You'd number be one, like, the clothes. Yeah. Like, at the start, uh, a suit and sneakers. Yeah. Classic uh, swap <laughs> attire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if I was at a dinner party and somebody put caviar in their mouth and they just spit, spit it on the ground, the <laughs> yes. I don't care how attractive they are, I'd be like... Okay. That's yucky. Yeah. So wait, you're saying, what was it? Zac Efron, Ryan Reynolds, you see them doing that. You're, you're like, oh, And ooh. the myth has been debunked. <laughs> you You'd be like, the- spit it on my face. <laughs> <laughs> As I would let Tom Hanks do to me. All right. You got me there. I would just put up with anything, whatever. <laughs> so. What, if, oh, what, what about if you went to, like, right, you're, you're, you're single again, right? Uh-huh. And you go to a, a guy's house and you're like into him and then you rock up and... He has a bunk bed. This is his, his bedroom. <laughs> like this is his apartment. Like we've got a Coke machine, we've got pinball machine, we've got trampoline and a bunk bed. Okay. And Every, toys you've, everywhere. You've got like the toys, trampoline, pinball machine, Pepsi machine. Okay. I'll deal with that because there's a theme going there and I, you know... Yeah, and it's, and and it's his job, really. Mm. You mm. could you could justify it as his his but doing. But like toys; they're not like on display, like in like a door. Yeah, but it's his yeah, job to play <laughs> with the toys. That's worse. Yeah, it's his job to play with the toys. So I yeah. could justify it that way. 
but the bunk beds, the bunk beds, yeah. when I'd be like, uh, this is feeling a bit Michael Jackson y. I don't some, know. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But something that is also a saving grace is that he's not living in like some crap shack. He's living in like this amazing yeah, apartment. New York City. Yeah, but he's just got all these toys everywhere. Which makes me think, like, how much are these people getting paid at this freaking toy company to be able yeah. to afford what well, he, he got can a good, afford. He got he the was corner vice office. President yeah, of yeah, he got the corner office. Yeah. Something. Vice president in charge of product development. Vice president? He's only been here a week. Vice president? And he came from data processing. He's out of his mind. The old man has finally lost it. Did you know he gave him Bob's old office? Bob's? Bob's office? Bigger than my office. There's got to be a reason. Tom Hanks does do a phenomenal job in this role, though. I think... um, yeah, like he deserved definitely. that Oscar nomination. He 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 sold me on the comedy. He sold me on the drama. the The first night, because when he first the uh, first night when he's in yeah, the hotel, yeah, he's has to stay at this terrible hotel in the like shittiest part of town. And he's afraid, and he's afraid, and, and there's he's people crying. screaming outside, and he starts crying, and it's and just you totally buy it. I was tearing up. It's this is the best performance for sure yeah. of any any swapped person or whatever that yeah. we've seen in any of our films. So, yeah, totally. That's a kid alone. Like it's yeah. just yeah, and it's I, just so I sad. wrote this whole big thing, and I was just like, Tom Hanks was like right on the precipice of, you know, this was very early in his career. Yeah. And he, he had us laughing sometimes with just a look that he would do with his yeah. face. And, like, his physical comedy was amazing. And, yeah, he's just right on the edge of being like, I'm going to fucking win so many Oscars <laughs> and everyone's going to love me forever. Yeah. it's all It all just shines out of him. Like, everyone on set would have been like, like, this guy. So, apparently, uh, he really was passionate about making sure this performance was as accurate as possible so he like watched like dozens of tapes of the kid that was playing him as a younger kid yep um and then when they were shooting he actually got the kid to be on set the whole time and he would get the kid like how would you do this kind of thing he would actually get the kid to shoot the scene oh my god first yeah watch him and then recreate it that's my boy (laughs) <laughs> I can't even. So uh, I doubt that happened to any of the other movies. Completely. Watched. Yeah. yeah. He, he totally does nail like the way he holds his body is like completely different to, you know, the way he does in other films. And it's, yeah, he's yeah. really doing Like his it. response when, uh, when uh, Elizabeth is like, what, where's this relationship going? And he's just like, what? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and then just, Hits her, <laughs> like, but with a ro- with a rolled up newspaper. Yeah, like, yeah, it's very playful. Yeah, playfully hits her. Yeah, it's just like, oh, that's, that's so juvenile. Yeah, it's like, do I like like you? It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. amazing. <laughs> All right, so apparently, um, a few of the people that turned down this role were Harrison Ford and um, Dennis Quaid, but. Then Tom Hanks was offered the role, but then scheduling reasons, he had to drop out of the role. So they recast it with Robert De Niro. What? And we're prepping prepping the film with Robert De Niro. Is there any footage of... No, because before they were starting shooting, there was a pay dispute. De Niro wanted to get paid $6 million and they didn't want to pay it. 
<laughs> so then he dropped out, and then by that point, Tom Hanks was free again, so they were able to get Tom Hanks back in. Amazing. That's like... And then they had Penny Marshall and him had this great working relationship, and they made a league of their own however many years later, and the rest is fucking history. Amazing. <laughs> get out of here, De Niro and Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah. Chumps. Like, like imagine, you imagine this film without Tom Hanks? Oh, my God. Imagine it with Harrison Ford. He well, is like, so with- gruff and grumpy and just... No. And De Niro, like... Yeah, true. I can't even... Trying to do childlike wonder. I want to fuck until my dick falls off. I want to fuck a horse and I want to drink its blood. So I guess we can't talk about Big without talking about like the most iconic scene of the whole Mm -hmm. film, which is uh, the the bathroom scene. Oh, wait. (laughs) Oh, oh, the the piano. (laughs) Uh, We should touch on the bathroom scene because that is a classic uh, swap. Cliche. Yeah, they did. They did that when he that. does swap, how many times have we seen this happen? Mm. They wander into the bathroom without mm-hmm. realizing they had swapped, and looking in the bathroom mirror in the morning is yeah. when they realize. He, it's, it was a more muted reaction than I think we've gotten in the past. Mm. He yeah. like looking behind. Uh, yeah, he opens looking behind the mirror the was fine. and like looks behind to see if anything yeah. was behind the mirror yeah. to have caused this, yeah. and then rubs his eyes, and then is like, yeah. "Holy shit!" Yeah, um, <laughs> and he, he he had chest hair. He had no shirt on. Yeah, he tugged his chest hair, and, and then, then like, like went looks, a bit further down yeah, south. Yeah, but and then, then his mum calls out, and that <laughs> shut that down. Yeah, checks his dick, which yeah. you know is the classic uh, body swap cliche. But yeah, so the actual iconic scene I was referring to was the uh, scene in F.A.O. Schwartz where he plays the giant piano. Amazing. And it's just so pure of a scene. Pure joy, for sure. I wrote, I wonder if there are any outtakes. Like, do you think they were really doing it? So they were really doing it. Yeah. So apparently uh, there was two uh, stunt people on set and Tom Hanks and the actor that played his boss, they uh, were determined. To do it. They were like, oh, we God, are not going to... Everything just getting better and better. <laughs> well, no. yeah, you can, you can feel like there was like slight missteps. Like yeah, every yeah. which is like great because it makes me believe that it's real. Yeah, but yeah. But I, yeah, I would love to see like attempt one, like yeah. a day from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they were like, we're going to do it. And they did it. So oh um, apparently uh, the idea came from uh, the, the writers were in the going through F.A. Schwartz and they had the piano there yeah. and it came You keep saying the name of the place. Is it a famous toy yeah. store? Yeah, it's, a ta- it's yeah. actually closed down now. So oh. I, I was lucky enough, uh, the first time I went to New York, it was still open. Yeah, I went and, too. I and I went say, there I and I played closed. on the piano. It's actually there. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that it was closed. When did that happen? Uh, it went into receivership a couple of years ago. So. the piano though. <laughs> Where's the piano now, Paul? Did you find that out? I don't Some know. rich guy bought <laughs> yeah. it and has it in his house. <laughs> so, but when they wrote it, it was actually a small, it was much smaller mm. and you couldn't, it was every key was the same note. Right. So when they were going to shoot the scene, we're like, we need a bigger piano. So they actually uh, went made? to the creator and they made a full piano with all the octaves um, and that is what stayed in the and shop like, from that point. And they were like, this will be beloved. Like, Forever. don't yeah. worry about making this giant piano. You'll not regret it. No one's going to yeah. come in here to buy toys, yeah. but they're definitely going to play the piano. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. That uh, that clock inside the store. Do you, yeah. Did you ever watch Finders Keepers growing up? Yes. Yeah, it just reminded me of the clock in, <laughs> in the so- supermarket for everyone who's not in Australia. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry about it. Yeah. But yeah, it's just such a classic scene. You know what was another great scene? When Blade Runner, what was her name? Harrison Blade. Ford. 
<laughs> Blade Runner. <laughs> is it is the chick from Blade Runner, right? What, Elizabeth? Yeah. No. Who have I mixed her up with? Elizabeth Perkins. You're thinking of... Um, okay, anyway. So he goes home. Sean Young. He takes um, that woman home. I've yeah. forgotten her name. Elizabeth Perkins. Yes. He takes her home and, you know, she is looking around his weird apartment being like, what? And then he... She's like, is this a trampoline? He's like, yeah, do you want to have yeah. a go? And just the whole scene just plays out so beautifully. Yeah. Like the way he drags her onto the <laughs> trampoline. It's like no romance. Like it's definitely how a 12-year-old boy would help someone onto the trampoline. <laughs> and just like the image of her jumping up and down, like her dress is going everywhere and her hair is bouncing. It was just pure joy. And it like takes her a minute to get into it. But then she's like, this is so great. I've left my inner you know my inner child is gone and uh she like gets that back yeah it was very heartwarming see that girl over there in the red say hi to her and she's yours she'll wrap her legs around you so tight you'll be begging for mercy well i'll stay away from her then i saw a zoltar like a real zoltar machine at, at coney island when i was in Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Did you use it? So it wasn't made for um, the... It was the... out of order, sadly, but <laughs> maybe that was a whole ploy thing. And, you well, know, there's a reason. Because yeah. of all the... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, the machine that Tom Hanks uses isn't even plugged in. He's like, holy shit, yeah. what the fuck? You should have yeah. put your quarter in <laughs> right? and then bashed it I a know, bit. I know. <laughs> I think I took a photo with it. I'll try and find it. So if uh, you guys came across Zoltar... Mm-hmm. And you were going to put your quarters in. What's the wish that you would? Ask I wish for? I had bigger boobs. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. We're not supposed. You're not supposed to tell something like that, eh? I'm trying to think. It's like funny because everything else would be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours, Paul? Um, more swap films. <laughs> oh, more necessary. Every what about film better is a... swap films. <laughs> yeah, I actually I know what I'd wish for. I'd mm-hmm. wish that the sex strip would be released outside of Russia so that we can really <laughs> review it. Oh, so we can dear. watch Tom Hanks's brother. <laughs> that's right. Well, it's Colin Hanks in the sex strip. And that's just, Colin uh, Hanks is his son. I who? there was someone that said Tom Hanks, yeah, didn't it? It's got Tom Hanks's brother and Sylvester. Stallone's brother, so that they could have like Hanks and Stallone on the on the box. It wasn't brother, cover. was it? Both of their brothers, yeah. Are you sure it was just, just a guy named? Name. No, I swear because I I watched an interview with Tom Hanks. <laughs> He has a brother who quite often does the voice work for, like, toys and stuff because mm. they have a very similar voice. Yeah, yeah. So, if you've got, a, like, a Woody doll or something at home, kids, it was it's probably his brother. There's oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Um, it's like the way um, Brad Pitt's brother was in all those commercials. Like, Brad Pitt's like, just throw some shekels. Oh, really? Old mate's way. I don't know what his name is. Yeah. Does he look the same? Like, did he play pretend he was Brad no, Pitt? No, yeah, okay. but he, the joke was that he was Brad Pitt's brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're a joke. Oh, oh. He kind of looks like Brad Pitt, but like, mm, like he doesn't have a personal Which trainer worse, and a personal Because everyone's chef. like, you're mm. not, a, you're not yeah. quite. That's like Rami Malek has a twin brother. I don't know. Mr. Robot. Yeah, Mr. Robot. Oh, he has a twin brother. Freddie Mercury, yeah, yeah. Like an identical twin brother? Well, potentially. I haven't read if they are identical, but, like, Rami's, like, in a lot better shape than the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Hanks is in shape. 
uh, in this movie, anyway. Not, well, we're going to get to that. Oh, my God, I can't wait. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I have a lot to say. All right, so do we have any other thoughts? I just feel like there's so much more. I, I have I have something. Um, the scenes where Tom Hanks is hanging out with a little boy, just standing in fields watching little kids. Like, Yep. <laughs> when, he's a, all, when he's all like, I want to swap back. Yeah, and, yeah, when he's yeah. just like reminiscing his childhood. He's just hanging around yeah. school play areas and stuff. Yeah. And I just was, it just reminded me of, I've had like conversations with people, like particularly men who like, like we, we would be like, I don't feel comfortable hanging around kids because I feel like someone's going to assume I'm a pedophile. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, this is, I don't know. I mean, is it, this something it, you've come across, Paul? I feel like I've, I've changed now that I've had family members who've had kids. But before that, it was just a real thing. Like, I'm like, no, I don't want to hang out with kids. Like, mm. what, what do you think? I think the rule of thumb is don't be a creep. If yeah. you're doing non-creepy <laughs> things, then no one's going to think but you're I mean, a creep. I mean, I think what you're talking about is situational awareness, which is like, you know, yeah. women always have to think, is this person going to murder me? Is this street safe to walk down? Yeah, yeah. Is my skirt too short? Whatever. And like the male version of that is, is what does this look like? Do I look like a pedophile? Yeah. <laughs> and, but you know, like even if you're walking too close to someone, like you both got off the train at the same time and you're walking in the same direction. I was uh, I was uh, hiking the other, uh, actually this was a while ago. Back to a brag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my gym clothes, everyone. If you, if you see me, <laughs> you would know that's not a brag. Um, but no, I was, I was, uh, Hiking and I was actually like running along this trail and this real backdoor break, yeah, (laughs) because I was running. (laughs) (laughs) And there's this there's this woman um who's like just walking along with her headphones on, Mm -hmm. and the trail's too small. Like there's a cliff one side and then a wall the other. Yeah, and I I want to get around her, but I I'm like too like cautious that I I can't like tap her on the shoulder. and if I go, hey, like, yeah. I'm going to freak we, her out. We need you but to then be I'm, like that. And then I'm a guy just, like, trailing behind her. And then I was like, I can't win in this situation. No, <laughs> what you have to do is feign a gay accent. Be like, excuse me. <laughs> and then it's all good. <laughs> is, that, is that how you do it? Okay. I've, yeah. I've heard of that being done before. Yeah. Like yeah. guys doing that just to yeah. make... To, or, like, I, I, gay I guys in particular, like, pretending to talk on the phone or something. Because they'll be like, I am gay. I am not a threat. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's safe for me to be walking behind you. But it's called situational awareness. It's uh, like it's good that you're like that. Because, yeah. you know, as a girl that does go walking by herself or whatever, when I go hiking, sorry. But um, I only put one you. headphone in my ear. Yeah. And I carry my keys like in my knuckles in case I have to. <laughs> yeah. I like. Yeah. So for someone, for you to be like, oh, it's a bad idea for me to like get really close to this person so I can overtake them or to tap them on the shoulder and freak them out. It's that. Now, I've just always been told that I'm intimidating. And so I feel like I over try to not be. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. What did you do to my son? I am your son, mom. Where is my child? Mom. Where is my son? When can I talk about Tom Hanks yelling? Uh, you were Shh. so Lucy. What do you think about Tom Hanks yelling? <laughs> okay, so I want to. I need to learn how to make like a YouTube compilation because yeah. Tom Hanks yelling is 
the most funny thing in the whole wide world. You yeah. know when he gets his first paycheck? Yeah. you got to drop the clip in here. Yeah. $187! <laughs> it just, he has this way of yelling, and it, it, it would be in every one of his films. Yeah. Um, and it is my favourite thing in the world. Like, I want to make Tom Hanks yelling my ringtone. I just, yeah. I love it. I know what a you mean. Lot. It's like he's got the tone where it's like, yeah, it's yeah, it's not aggressive. It's just like surprising. <laughs> it's always know. funny. Like even <laughs> if it's not supposed to be, it's always just makes me laugh. Um, like Forrest Gump, come back with me to Greenbow, Alabama. Alabama! Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. I love. I it. should have sent that in the message <laughs> I sent to him on Twitter about an hour ago, just to say we love your yelling. <laughs> oh my god, I wanted some. Yeah. Wait, let me just do and a Twitter it, update, guys. I want to <laughs> do an Instagram account or something called Tom Hanks Yelling and just it'd be all different <laughs> examples of him yelling. Uh, no reply. Who the fuck do you think you are? Hey! Hey, you're Josh Baskin, remember? You broke your arm on my roof. You in my basement when Robert Tyson was about to rip your head off. You don't get it, do you? This is important. I'm your best friend. What's more important than that, huh? I'm three months older than you are, asshole. Now it's time for our favorite segment, Hot or Not. Take it away, Brendan. Is he a toot or a boot? Is she ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Everyone is beautiful in their own way. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Very good, Brendan. Thank you. I got it right this time. rendition. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So after last episode's Zac Efron gush fest... I think our listeners don't want another one, but too bad. <laughs> it's now, coming. Now it's time for our Tom Hanks Gush Fest. Take it away, Lucy. So you're asking me about Tom Hanks? Yeah. So hot. Unload. <laughs> With <Ew>. pleasure. <laughs> He's so hot. And I just have the filthiest crush on Tom Hanks circa any time. So when he put what weight on. Right when he put weight on. Oh, yeah. When he, put, <laughs> when he put weight on for the start of Castaway, amazing. When he lost like 20 kilos at the end of Castaway and grew a beard and got really ripped and really tanned. Brilliant. Big. Brilliant. <laughs> splash. Brilliant. Hot. Hot. Across the board. Do you even find him a hot ears for a scump? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'm going to put a drum roll about this <laughs> well, I love men in uniforms, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, here's Lucy. If it's good enough for Jenny, it's good enough for me. <laughs> Um, yeah, I do agree. Like, he is he is really hot in this film. Mm. There's just something about him. He's so wholesome, so lovable. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's technically 12 years old <laughs> doesn't... <laughs> do, like, you he don't overcomes have to say that, that Paul. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to say that. <laughs> but like I said before, there were some times when yeah. I was just like just staring in wonderment and like not listening to anything he's saying. I'm just like <laughs> admiring his beauty. Just watching him like, yeah, spit shit out of his mouth going. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he like first wakes up and is in those tidy whities it's a good look. For sure. He also does tidy whities in Turner and Hooch. Yeah. Brilliant. Worth a watch. He should like market his own like range of tidy whities mm. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> I can't even. Like, uh, 
All right, so Splash, Tom Hanks. Well, am I saying if he's yeah. hot or not? Hot. Forrest Gump. Not. Uh, that one where he's like... The Green Mile? The Green Mile. Not. Well, all right. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> The 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 Phillips one where he's like got a Captain Phillips. <laughs> Phillips. Saving Not. Private Ryan, Philadelphia, League of Their Own. I wrote all them all down. Sully. Oh, he's very good in Sully. He's got grey hair. Mm. Uh, yeah. See, like, I mean. I'm I was not just so trying much to find into, the curve. Yeah, I'm not so much into the um, old men like Lucy. So. <laughs> <laughs> but is it that thing of like. It, you know, if I saw someone that looked like Tom Hanks walking down the street, maybe I'm not going to get whiplash. Yeah. But just, like, what Tom Hanks represents, like, that's... Look, you would, you, you're old, into that, right? 80s Tom Hanks is like, I want to be his best friend. I also want to have sex with him. Yes. Now, <laughs> I also now, want these things. Now Tom Hanks is, I want to be his best friend <laughs> without the sex. Well, my only thing is, like, I would never come between him and Rita Wilson because they're, like, yeah. America's sweethearts. That's what makes him mm. even more, like, you just love him because he's oh the, he's managed to maintain I this relationship in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, who's Rita Wilson? Oh His wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> They've been married forever. Yeah, it's oh, one yeah. of the few Hollywood I've relationships never, that have lasted that long. I'll be honest. I've never met him, so I've never met his wife. He, she, you know, she's she, so famous in her own right. She, she is in Girls. She plays um, Marnie's, Marnie's mum. But also that's like total clown shoes compared to she was in Sleepless in Seattle with him, with Tom Hanks. But you know, Marnie's mum, right? I'm really, I'm really trying to draw a picture oh, of I am mind. showing you a photo. I am stopping this goddamn podcast. <laughs> I feel now that you're bringing up Rita Wilson, we'll just give her an honorary hot or not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I completely stand by that. And you know the way, like... Ryan Reynolds having a really hot wife makes him less hot. It's not like that with Tom Hanks. What? So you're saying that Rita Wilson's not hot? No, I'm, I'm saying I love their love and I want it to live forever and that they're both very beautiful. I googled Tom Hanks instead of Rita Wilson. That's how, like, on the brain he is. I really, 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 really. Oh, Rita yeah. Wilson. From Jingle All The Way. That's what you should have said. Look at them enduring love. Look at that. Look at it, Brendan. Look at it. (laughs) Maybe one day that'll be me and Katrina. (laughs) Or Leslie Mann, whatever. You (laughs) You win Leslie Mann. (laughs) So so now that it's in the public record, are we giving him a full round of hots? Yeah, why not? He's all right. Lucy's giving Brendan the biggest, <laughs> the biggest death stare. Yeah, but just like he would save you from a burning building. Like, he would give you anything you need. He would like. I feel like you guys have like these goggles on that don't see his big ears, his bulbous nose. I love big ears. <laughs> yeah, he rocks the nose, he rocks the ears. Yep. All right, it's a pass. He's even got a so- slightly, <laughs> it's a slightly, he's got a slightly strange hairline. Don't care. I'll, I'm paying the price of admission for sure. Got it. Um. All right, so. Good result there. That's the end of this segment. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Elizabeth Perkins as Susan. Hot or not? Who's going first? Brendan. Beautiful. <laughs> you do that again? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I meant, do you want to change the way you answered that? Oh, if, uh, you stand by I, it? I, I think she's beautiful, though. I uh, okay, guess. Uh, you think she's beautiful? beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we started in Australia. <laughs> 
Lucy? Yeah, definitely beautiful at the start. She's quite stuffy and is doing a lot of like um, sort of stressed out businesswoman hair. And then she meets Tom Hanks and she kind of like loosens up and lets her hair <laughs> yeah. down. And she's got that great 80s like curly fringe, curly hair perm that's just such a look. Yeah, she was no, beautiful. See, I liked her in the start when she had like the shoulder pads. And yeah, but that's because you like to be dominated. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that that um, blue striped uh, shoulder pads mm. power suit was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like the biggest shoulder pads you've ever seen in yeah. your whole life. Yeah. It was very like, uh, I'll like, just explain it like Elaine hair where even when it's <laughs> Elaine tied hair, back, it's for like sure. all like sort of wavy and frizzy. Yeah. yeah. And it's like back. Yeah. And then in a plait kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give her a hot as well. She looked, she looked amazing. She's beautiful. Um, and yeah, thirteen-year-old me would have also fucked <laughs> been- her. <laughs> oh, God. What? You, you can what? understand uh, why he was infatuated with her as a thirteen-year-old. Moving right along, but I, such I, a great I, area. I completely agree with what Lucy said in the movie, <laughs> which is that as soon as he touched her breast, he would have creamed his pants. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, there's no way that he would have been able to like compose himself at all. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, so this one I know is definitely going to be a hot for Lucy, but we just have to confirm it. Uh, John Lovett as the co-worker. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I Wait, have, what? I have to quit the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. Not. Sorry. Who can move and shake like this? Yeah, that. No. Yeah, he, he does creepy <laughs> creep well. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. n- not for yep. me. Brandon? Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. All right. So this one I was going back and forth with when I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Because the character is awful, but sometimes it'd be like, yeah, he's all right. I, like looking, I guess. This is Home Alone Dad. Yeah, Home Alone Dad. John Heard as Paul. Yeah, he's hot. Hot? Yeah. I don't want to date him. Like, I would know that he would be trouble and. But you'd root him. No, I would <laughs> objectify him for the purpose of a podcast. Okay. <laughs> Brandon? Uh, yeah, I, I would say he's a, uh, an attractive man. He, he's, <laughs> he's on the scale somewhere. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. Not, I'm just. There's gonna, something dull about him at the same time. That's all. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go on not as my oh. final verdict, mm. just to change things up, so I don't just seem thirsty okay. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do a, couple, a few friend or foes. Yeah. So, um, young Josh. So before he was Tom Hanks, would you be friends with him in in high school? Friend for sure. He was a real. He seemed like a real sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. He was very respectful, um, even yeah. as an adult, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there were scenes where he was being a bit of a juvenile kid, but that's, you but know. But then he helped that other kid with their algebra homework and stuff. Total sweet. Gave, gave mm. offered fries to the driver. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very sweet. Definite oh, God, friend. that scene in the car was brilliant as well, by the way. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. Definite friend. Yeah. And his best friend, Billy. Friend. Yeah. Cool dude. That guy yeah. was like a funny little brat. Yeah. He was great. What yeah. is he from? Billy, he's Jared Rushton. Uh, he was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. There you go. It seems like he's kind of dropped off the planet. Um, oh. His last like uh, thing that he's done was in 2001. So maybe he just had enough. 
Hmm. Well, good on you, Jared Rushton. Yeah, he had a good run. Strong run. Yeah, he did. <laughs> How big, do you strike the kids and, and and big and overboard? So, oh my god, yeah. That's... Oh, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't overboard. Hey, um, god damn it! I wish I'd th- thought of that as my tenuous. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and our. Last friend or foe, because we decided last episode that we can do friend or foes for elderly people. Yeah. So, um, Robert Logia as Macmillan, the boss. Friend. And? Lover? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I don't know, when he was doing the piano thing, it was, he looked pretty uh, fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I, I as as far as like uh, eccentric billionaires who run a company really strangely, he's a great guy. Yeah, I would say friend, <laughs> friend, but I'm not sure about boss because he yeah. seems to make some stupid decisions. Yeah, the fact that that uh, building that gets transformed into a, a robot, robot toy almost got, happened. <laughs> that almost yeah. happened. Like, oh god, Tom. The scene with Tom Hanks playing with that as well was just brilliant. <laughs> I don't get it. What? What don't you get, Josh? Well, there's a million robots that turn into something. And this is a building that turned into a robot. What's fun about playing with a building? That's not any fun. This is a skyscraper. Well, couldn't it be like a, a, a robot that turns into, into something, like a, like a bug or something? A bug? Yeah, like a big prehistoric insect with maybe like giant claws that could pick up a car and, and crush it like that. <laughs> a prehistoric transformer? Interesting. Gentlemen, so the robot turns into a bug. Ah, uh, gentlemen, listen, listen to it. Just got a very good idea here. So now it's time for opinion swap, the segment where we scour through the internet to see what other people thought of today's movie. I always say this. This was a tough one because <laughs> everyone just gushes over this right, movie. Right, so there's not, there's not much comedy to mine. Yeah, yeah. but I think I, I found some interesting takes on the film. So this one's on Amazon. Five stars. I don't get it. With like a billion exclamation marks after I don't get it. I just rented this movie last night and watched it for the first time because I've never actually seen it before and always wanted to. I loved it with a million exclamation points. Mm -hmm. I think that Tom Hanks is one of my favorite actors. My only complaint about this movie is that the Lord God's name was taken in anger a lot Mm. in this movie. Even the F word was used, but only one time. (laughs) (laughs) Just Because that's all they got, right? Yeah. They get one. Well, that's a thing. What is this film rated? That's the thing. This film in Australia and in America actually only has a PG rating, which is Whoa. very rare for a PG film to have the word fuck in it. It's actually yeah. one of the only examples of that happening wow. in our classification system and the American. So there must be something that was going on in yeah. 1988 where they're like, they can do it because the film's so fucking charming. They yeah. can say fuck once. And also, <laughs> just the fact that he got nominated for Academy Award for this film. Like, films like this, they don't even really get made anymore. Yeah. But, yeah, like, PG films don't get nominated for, like... Oscars anymore, yeah. yeah. Or, like, unless it's, you know, best animated or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, they have to be fucking heart-wrenching and, you know, very sad or about... You yeah, know. it gets really glib these days. Mm, I guess yeah. Black Panther being in the 2019 lineup is a bit 
a yeah. bit changing of things upbeat. up. Yeah. 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 Occasionally, you, you and know, like when Juno, we'll, when Juno was thrown in the yeah, mix. Or yeah. when Toy Story um, 3 got nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Another mm. Hank's joint. So maybe <laughs> yeah. he's the secret source to getting your surprise nomination. Yeah. Well, imagine like if the censorship board or whatever was like, oh, you can't really. Tom Hanks would be like, oh, guys. Come on. <laughs> And they'd be like, yeah. all right, America's death. Yeah, it's actually Billy that says the fuck in the film. Yeah. I think if Tom Hanks said the fuck in the film, the film would have got a G. Yeah. <laughs> what ruined his career. All right, so this one's from Amazon Customer on Amazon, who gave it three stars. Good movie, a little naughty. I bought this to share with my five-year-old, but I forgot the naughty parts from my youth, Ooh. so I can't let her watch it. Now as an adult, I'm thinking, so that lady slept with a 13-year-old? Gross. It's still a great movie, but there is some sexuality. Don't forget. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. <laughs> Would you show this film to your five-year-old? To my five-year-old? Mm. Oh, that's a really good question. I don't think a five-year-old would have the attention span for this film, to be honest. No, maybe not. You're probably right. Yeah, but I felt that way about The Incredibles, too, and you obviously have a different opinion. <laughs> Well, Incredibles oh, 2 is a, Incredibles great, is a great film and, and I took young kids to see it and they all loved it. So, so you're wrong and... You're wrong. <laughs> all right. This one's from Susanna on Amazon. Gave it mm-hmm. five stars. Forgot a few scenes. Loved this movie as a kid. Forgot about the boob touching scene and implied <laughs> sex. Had to fast forward a little for the preteen. Still had a great movie and she now loves Tom Hanks too. <laughs> So I guess like this Another seems to be the, the theme of this <laughs> this film is everyone forgot about all the sex shit. Yeah. Well, that was me. That was like yeah. I totally forgot about that. All right, this one's from Madeline on Amazon. Three stars. Weird. Not the best storyline. Tom Hanks acts like a kid though. So well, there's that. That's the title of the review. <laughs> um, the actual review. This was kind of creepy and left you with nothing but regrets at the end. That's a, that's a little disappointing. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck you, Madeline. Yeah, you're wrong. All right. This <laughs> one's from Meg, who gave it two and a half stars on Letterboxd. Am I the only person I've encountered who was just a little slightly weirded out by the 13-year-old having sex with a 32-year-old thing? <laughs> no, that's just what me, all the guys? reviews say. Groundbreaking. <laughs> Did you read the one below yours? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... This one has a bit of a link to last week's episode. Ooh. This is Giovanni Lamagnor. I'm pretty sure I mispronounced that. Lamagnor. Uh, on, <laughs> on a letterbox. He gave it three stars. Mm-hmm. I uh, This was so... I didn't stutter. This is how she wrote it. I uh, This is so creepy, but somehow sweet. I'm so confused. By the way, Tom Hanks was a babe. Kind of looked like Chandler Bing. Oh. <laughs> Donna Gray. Yeah. <laughs> Judging by what well, we rated him last episode. <laughs> Though, Lucy did say last episode that she thought season one Chan- Chandler For was For sure. He was attractive, but I don't see any correlation. No. no. All right. This one's from Jordan McKay, who gave it four stars on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Big two would be my dream sequel in which Tom Hanks' mum spends years obsessed with tracking down her son's <laughs> fictional kidnapper whilst Wilma Flintstone tries to come to terms with being a pedophile. <laughs> also, yeah, forgot about the fact that she was Wilma Flintstone in the Flintstones movie. <laughs> I, I can clearly remember I went and saw that at the drive-in. Flintstones movie. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it gets a lot of slack, but that film... 
that film has some solid production design. I feel. <laughs> it's funny that everyone, but like, like I said, like I forgot that there's this yeah. whole element. Like mm. I was shocked because I, I mm. just didn't remember. Yeah. And so coming into it today, I was like, whoa, hey, hey. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, Times have changed. <laughs> I feel like if I was a little bit older, like that sort of stuff sort of stuck with me because I had like a libido or something. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Young Hanks is what you would have been like. Like I, I, I'm. All right. <laughs> so oh, I'm, God. I'm thinking of. Um, has anyone ever seen Howard the Duck? No. I've seen the, uh, like, scene compilations on YouTube. <laughs> what the fuck is it? So, there's a movie called Howard the Duck, which is, like, the, I think it's Marvel's first... Adaptation. Adaptation. Mm. And it's about a duck, a duck from space who, like, fights crime. Or he's a detective or whatever. All I remember is that was sort of, like, this... Like turn when I notice sex in films, sort mm-hmm. of thing, because and- a human woman has sex with a duck, <laughs> and wow. there's also a scene where you, the one of the ducks takes a top off, and she's got duck boobs. Duck boobies. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> but for some reason, that's I'm so upset. Where- <laughs> Look it up. It's worth looking up. I don't want to. <laughs> Gross. Gross. All right, so now we come to Tenuous Recommendations, the segment where we recommend a movie, television show, or other piece of media that is connected to today's film in some way, whether that be a shared actor, director, or theme. Or in Brendan's case, he'll probably just find a way to recommend whatever came up in his car radio on the drive over. I've been taking a lot of flack, and I feel like I've done a, quite a good job of doing very subtle and responsible Tenuous Links. links. Well, you know, it's the joke now, so you're stuck with it. (laughs) But you know what? I'm going to be the shit one today because I thought of a recommendation. I had it all lined up. Mm. And then after we watched the movie and I was looking through IMDb, I saw another one that I really want to do. So I really want to do two recommendations. Okay. So... Yes. Today, I'm going to be the naughty one. I'm going to do two recommendations. I'm kind of doing two, too. You're going to do two, too? Are you going to do two? (laughs) Now I am. (laughs) (laughs) Mine are are both like half the equal one. Okay. So, mine's... (laughs) There's not even even a justification for mine. I'm doing two completely separate ones. Okay. All right. So, my first one is the one I prepared earlier. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks is the connection. Mm-hmm. A 2012 oh. movie he did, um, directed by the Wachowski sisters, called Cloud Atlas. You didn't do this as well, did you? What? Uh, as in my tenuous link? No. no. Okay. Um, so, not, have either of you a, seen this film? Not a fan. But, oh, uh, Brendan didn't like it. <laughs> okay. That's probably what you'll pick it up over here. Uh, okay. So... This film was really divisive. Mm-hmm. You either love it or you hate it, mm-hmm. but you can't fault this film for its ambition because this film goes for I'll broke. Gi- yeah, I'll give it that. So it's um, it's a three-hour epic. It's set over six different timelines. Amazing. You've got this amazing cast. So Tom Hanks, Ben Weishaw, Halle Berry, Hugo Weaving, Hugh Grant, heaps of other people. But the thing is, all those actors are in every one of those six timelines playing different characters, but the characters are different genders, different ages, Whoa. different races. So it was a bit controversial at the time because, you know, you technically have actors 
playing blackface? blackface and different like white actors playing Asians and it was all like makeup to achieve that. But it's kind of like an equal opportunity thing because then you've got Asian actors playing white characters mm. and black actors playing white characters. So right. it's like all over the place. But the film has this like narrative of like interconnectivity and mm. like uh, yeah, the it, same stories repeating themselves over time and how we're all connected. It's wow. so ambitious, mm, amazing film. Yeah. I would definitely recommend it, but obviously it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. So I'm not saying everyone's going to love it, but if you connect with this film, you're going to really connect Mm -hmm. with it. But my other recommendation is a 1992 Disney musical. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, a 1992 Disney musical. It stars David Moscow, who played the young Tom Hanks in this film, Mm -hmm. um, called Newsies. Have either of you seen this? I think I have. Newsies. Yeah, so this film was a complete flop when it came out in the 90s mm. and it's a musical about the um, newspaper boy strike in like mm. the 1910s yeah. or whatever. And the reviews at the time were like, <laughs> why is there a musical about this? This yeah. makes no sense. But over time it's gained a reputation, got adapted onto Broadway, became wow. like a huge Broadway hit, mm. launched all these like Broadway careers. Yeah. And I think it's got a second life now. Um, probably the biggest like thing about this film is that it stars a very young Christian Bale, wow. and it's a musical. And he so sings. he sings. Amazing. He has has this, he has he sung before in anything? I haven't seen him sing in no, anything yeah. else at this. And he's got like the biggest number of the film Santa Fe, which is this like wow. big like Disney I want song, uh, sung by young Christian Bale, and it's amazing. Oh and, my god, I gotta say it. Um, so. That's why I couldn't not recommend both of these I think I films. have seen it. I can remember what the cover looked like. And, yeah. like, I think I might have seen it when I was really little. Yeah. But, I, of course, I wouldn't have known that it was Christian Bale. Yeah, definitely worth catching mm. up on again as an adult. But, yeah, if you love Disney musicals, mm-hmm. if you love musicals in general. And I do. Yeah. <laughs> give it a go because it, it's amazing. So. All right. All right. Uh, so, Brendan, what's your recommendations? So, yeah, once again, this film, like you said, has so many top-tier people in it. Mm. It makes it sort of a struggle to come up with something. And for me, I was like, you know, thinking through these people, what do I want to give people? What do Mm. I want them to go away with? Mm. And then it hit me, big backwards is gib. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is that fuckery I was talking about. (laughs) As in Barry Gib, the singer from the Bee Gees, right? And then, I, you know, I thought I had cracked it, you know? And I was like... So what, you're recommending the Bee Gees? No, nah, but you see, I, when when I oh thought about goodness. it, Barry Gibb, Gibb has a double B. So we're missing, uh, we're missing something, right? And Where so, are we going, Brendan, on this journey? <laughs> and, but, he's had his, but he's had his hand in, like, thousands of TV shows, movies, because he's, like, producing all these things. So I thought really? about all the things. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Sunday, uh, Sunday Night Fever. Uh, yeah. Uh, everything. Anyway. <laughs> everything? Everything. <laughs> Wayne's World? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but so like I said, the bee's missing. There's there's this oh thing God. missing. And I realize he also has another name, Jonathan Hayes. And we got two names, two bees. We've got this theme of doubles going on. 
And I, re- I I thought about it, and I was like, he did this song called Indian Summer with the Gatlin brother duo. Oh my god! Right. And so Indian Summer. There, I thought I had it because that's a film, but it's mm-hmm. also a cocktail, which is also a film. So it's I was once again things, at it? an impasse yeah. because I've got two <laughs> films. <laughs> And so, oh I've, I've, I was stuck with this duality again. Today, Junior! <laughs> <laughs> and okay. so, plagued by this, I've, I thought I was, I was ruined. But I then, you know, I, I looked at the, at the numbers. Indian Summer came out in 1993. Cocktail came out in 1998. There's a five-year difference between those. Mm-hmm. Five years. Mm-hmm. 2019, Rambo 5 is coming out. <laughs> Wait a second, you say. <laughs> and that's when I had it. Because there is already five Rambo films. And I want to tell you about the one they don't want you to know about. 2007's Son of Rambo. <laughs> Have you guys seen this film? No. I have seen it. Well, I just wanted to recommend this because it's an amazing 80... Like, it's not made in the 80s. It was made in 2007, but it's set in the 80s. It has a great feel. It's such a wonderful, like, heartwarming story. Mm -hmm. Just, like, everything you could say about Big, you could say about this film, I feel. Okay. Why don't they want you to know about it? Well, because for some reason they think this isn't a part of the franchise because it doesn't. Because it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's about kids that watch Rambo. It's not a Rambo movie. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, these uh, these kids in the in England on their summer break. uh, The bully is like playing with his camera, and there's Mm. this little Christian kid who's like homeschooled and like very religious, Mm. and. yeah, he becomes friends with the bully and through their love of the Rambo film. And mm. so they decide to make Son of Rambo. Cute. And it just uh, it just sort of propels from there. So it's a really cool. awesome story. I love it. And I think everyone should watch it. It's a good movie. And it stars Will Poulter, who a lot of you would probably recognize now, was one of the main characters in Bandersnatch, the Black Mirror interactive episode that everyone was obsessed with. Which would have been a good link as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could have got you there quite more smoothly than that oh fucking bullshit. But didn't we have fun, guys? No. You know what's so funny? Like, I feel like Paul has been getting cross at me lately for my tenuous links. Like, that they're, they're not properly, you know, like, they're not proper links. Links or something? And, like, yours have been a bit, you've been a bit better behaved recently. Yeah. But, like, tonight you really fucking flipped a table on that. So, <laughs> I feel like I could recommend anything right now and I'll still be, like, come off better than you. Yeah, yeah. You just you just ensured I'm going to keep that joke of you fucking around with yes. shit forever now. <laughs> um, okay, my turn. You done? Oh yeah, sorry. Very yes. good. Well done, Brendan. You weirdo. Um, <laughs> so obviously, I love Tom Hanks with all my heart. Yeah, but there's not really anything that I could tell anyone. You know, like I'm not going to be like, oh, there's this Tom Hanks movie that nobody's heard of. Like it's just it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So. And just, it's like a, a bridge link, a piggyback link, which yeah. is also 
I know Paul doesn't like because it's not a direct thing. So sorry. Oh, you make me out to be this ogre. Yeah. This which I he chains us in this room and makes us do this podcast. <laughs> Calls it tenuous links, but hates when they're tenuous. Yeah. <laughs> so, and just don't freak out when I say it because yeah. it's not the immediate thing I say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, in 2017, <laughs> Tom Hanks was in a movie with Hermione. What? Called what? <laughs> <laughs> with Hermione called, what is her name? Emma Watson. Emma Watson Elementary yeah. my Emma Watson. Yeah. Um, uh, called The Circle. Now, it what? isn't it what? isn't the circle <laughs> oh, okay. because I don't think that film did very well. Apparently it was terrible. Yeah, so yeah. I haven't watched it. Um I think it, I looked it up it got 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. But The Circle is a novel, like the screenplay was adapted from a novel called The Circle that I love. It's by Dave Eggers and he's one of my favorite my one of my favorite authors. So I'm mm-hmm. recommending people to read The Circle. Exactly. And um, it's like a dystopian future. A girl works at a, a tech company that's like a really exaggerated version of Facebook or Google. And everyone thinks she's got like this dream job. But then it turns into this sort of suspense privacy thing. And um, I really like it. Yeah. And Dave Eggers is a, a brilliant writer. And I can't believe I got to put that in there. <laughs> yes. Oh, so that's work. what I'm recommending. And then my little sublink is if you haven't already, everyone needs to do themselves a giant favor and go and watch the music video for I Really Like You by Carly Ray Jepsen. <laughs> it has Tom Hanks in it and it will cure your <laughs> um, seasonal affective disorder. It like is the best. It's so joyful. He dances. Amazing. I love it. Watch that. Yeah, is it, it like is Chevy great... Chase and um, You Can Call Me Out? Basically, yeah. 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 Okay, um, it, it's a good clip.
Come on, I'll drive you home. I'm sorry. No, I'll be okay. You'll be fine. Ten years? Who knows? Uh, maybe you should hold on to my number. Final thoughts on Big. Obviously, are we all recommending that our listeners seek this out and watch it if they haven't already? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I I would uh, second that. And I would say, like, if you haven't watched it in a while, if you haven't watched it since your childhood especially, watch it now because it really is a film that plays completely different as an adult and is such is mm. as good but on a completely different level. Yeah. yeah. So search it out. Very good. So next episode... Mm-hmm. We're going to be staying in the year 1988. Amazing. But we're not going to be watching any of those movies I mentioned earlier. Okay. Oh. Too easy. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to watch another quite popular film, though. Uh-huh. We're going to be watching the horror classic, Ooh. Child's Play. Oh! Amazing! Hey. That's so, so funny! Yeah, <laughs> so great. So it is a body swap film. It's yep. a it is. serial yep. killer uh, puts his soul into a toy and yeah. the toy becomes his body. Amazing. Yeah, our first horror episode of cool. the show. Oh, yeah. that's so great. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it has a link to this week's uh, episode because it was released in the same year. Cool. So um, yeah, I think it'll be an, an interesting one. Something a bit different. Yeah, what was with the 1988? <laughs> yeah, it's just that everything had to be swap related in some way. Yeah. So yeah, I'm so I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I've it's been seen a while. it. Obviously, I've seen it before. Yeah, I think we've all seen it before, mm. but it's been a while. Yeah, a long time. And uh, probably relevant for this year because there is a remake coming out. Oh, really? Hasn't um, there been? So before? there's been several sequels, and then in the last year there was even like a straight to video sequel. But there's going to be a big screen. A remake plus a TV series both coming out this oh, year. Really, they're trying to do the the it thing, which yeah has done well, you know. Yeah, but apparently it's different production teams working on the TV series and the movie, mm. and the TV series is more related to the original movies, whereas the new theatrical movie changes things up, and mm. it won't even be a body swap. Mm. It will be a uh, like. The toy is just programmed. It has a chip in it and it goes crazy. Oh, yeah. It would be like a robot thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Should be an interesting one. So, um, again, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, a special thank you to Ashley. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was Brendan Levi. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Swapcast is hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, recorded at Browntown Studios. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.